0: Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons & Dragons. Join us as we travel to Farah Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes.
1: Last time on Roll Radio, after their first with the foul and mangy knolls, our victorious and tired party decided to settle in for the night. Under a blanket of stars, a sparse camp was set in hopes of evading another ambush. But to no avail! Utini! Another ambush! Our party quickly awakened to the sound of maniacal laughs, flying arrows, and glaive-wielding knolls. With the advantage of darkness, the gnolls quickly overwhelmed our groggy and crotchety heroes. Then, as though the sun itself rose upon the ancient woods, daylightiest Elric lit up the night with his drift globe. With the heroes now able to see, the gnolls quickly realized the consequences of waking up this group of adventurers, and soon, all the nose were slain, but for one who got away. Darkness was cursed, warning systems were triangulated, bodies were put in the underbrush. Still in need of a long rest, the party moved their camp further into the forest and precautions were taken. The night was uneventful, but for one mysterious event, something was lurking about in the woods. What could it be? Do gnolls really have really bad BO? Are there any nice motels in the Arde Forest? Eh, will Cullen get sassy with a DM again? Probably. Well who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge of the Sword Coast!
2: You guys are at the edge of the Ardeep Forest, looking upon the crumbling ruins of the Philan hunting lodge, a once prosperous getaway for Waterhavian nobles, until it was revealed that Urtos Philan II was inflicted with lycanthropy. In other words, it was discovered that he was a werewolf, and when the word got out, the Lodge and the family fell to ruin. And here you are, looking upon that legacy and looking for a way in, right? So do you want to do some recon with the familiars?
0: Mm Mhm. Yeah. Yes. For sure. I'll send Ray Ray
2: out. Okay. So Esmir and Elric sit down and go into their trances while Jake and Cullen Watch over them. I think we sit
3: back to back.
2: Oh, back to back. Okay. Yeah. So the birds take off and begin to fly around the lodge. And Elric and Esmir, you observe through your familiar's eyes. So I will now uncover that part of the map.
3: Hmm.
0: What a strange looking structure.
2: Yeah. So the lodge... Uh, which is made of stone, is actually three separate buildings all connected by the second floor that lays on top perpendicular to the buildings on the ground level, Mm -hmm. right? So while outside, uh, you know, you can walk in between the buildings and the second floor would be above you.
0: Right.
3: So they have like a carport.
2: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) like a carport, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. this car you speak of? a horse port (laughs) so the building to the north the furthest one away from you let's call it building one is different from the other two in that um it's made from thick stone that looks much older than the other two almost ancient right and going with that theme or feeling there is a large stone monolith that makes up the southwestern corner of the building.
3: Yeah, that's weird.
2: Yeah, it's really ancient looking and it goes all the way up to the roof of the second floor. And as you look at it, you get the feeling um, that the lodge was built, right, around this monolith. And you also see through the bird's eyes that uh, all over this stone, there are runes carved into it. Hmm. The building in the middle, building two, is a long rectangle. And it's the largest of the three. The western half is under the second floor. The eastern half uh, has a severely damaged shingled roof over it. And it also has two large double doors on its north side. And you get the feeling that it must be the stables there, right? Uh-huh. Also, on the northern side, uh, under the carport there, you see a well. And Uh-oh. On... Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, I don't like wells. <laughs> get it. Let's go.
2: Esmere just starts walking back into the woods. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and you see that um, carved into the wall above the well, there's a wolf's head that's pierced through the ears by a spear.
3: Yuck, now I really wanna leave.
2: Right, and you remember, um, uh, Kelson Darktreader mentioned the other night that uh, that is the Filand family crest, right? A wolf's head with a spear through the ears. Right, right. And on the western side of this building, you see a large wooden double door Uh, that is decorated with panels of embossed bronze depicting animals and plants and you get the feeling uh that this was once the grand entrance to this lodge but now it's blackened and cracked and it's just barely hanging uh, on its hinges now the southern building uh, number three the one closest to you there uh, is also the smallest And it's just a square little building uh, with a window on the second floor facing you. And around this entire lodge, it's hard to see because the forest is, you know, reclaiming it. But you can kind of see that there were once uh, beautiful courtyards that flanked this lodge on the eastern and western sides. You think you even uh, see an apple orchard in the northeast corner there. Now, as your familiars are flying around, and you're watching through their eyes, I want you to roll a perception check. Okay. Okay. Okay, nice. So both of you noticed, uh, as your familiars flew around, that in the courtyards, lounging in the shade under some trees, are hyenas. Mm. Actual hyenas.
0: Regular hyenas? Okay.
2: Actual hyenas. Yeah not gnolls okay now you spotted four of them two in the western courtyard and two in the eastern courtyard now Esmir and Elric roll me either a history or nature check I'm gonna roll a history I got a 17 I got a 10 okay so Esmir you notice that these hyenas fur is lighter in color than hyenas uh you know that you've seen or learned about so the hyenas of faerun have brown or tan fur right and these hyenas have a light gray colored fur Hmm. and you also notice that uh in this fur there are strange black patterns like unnatural you can roll um You can roll an intelligence check. What the
3: hell did they do to these low creatures? Oh boy, got a seven.
2: Yeah, you're not sure what that is. Can I roll? Sure, Esmir points them out and uh, you send Ray Ray in to take a closer look. Okay. Ooh, 19, nice. Nice, okay, so you take a closer look and they immediately remind you of Thaean tattoos. Mm. Thayan tattoos, oh. Tattoos are the red wizards of Thay. Yep. Yeah. So you guys surmise that these hyenas are not from around here, right? And that they are marked with patterns seen on the bald heads of red wizards.
3: Okay. I'm assuming these hyenas have very good hearing and smell. Got those big ears. Yeah. I mean, the
0: thing that scares me is their placement around these, in these locations. It's almost like they're on guard or something. Yeah. Guarding, guarding the first building. The northern building.
3: Like guard dogs, maybe?
0: <laughs> something like that. <laughs> oh, man.
3: Hey. We killed a whole band of, uh, bandidos. a couple of dogs, no big whoop.
0: Well, well, unless they start howling and they start howling when they see us and then out come the red wizards,
3: They're gnolls, yeah, One more gnolls. Well, we could just run away. And it's
0: probably going to be gnolls because they're gnoll bred hyenas.
3: Gnoll mm. bread.
0: It's kind of like it almost wheat, sounds tasty. it's like wheat bread. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Does it have raisins in it? (laughs)
0: Rice get stuck in your teeth. Okay. It's not like we're not going to go to the lodge, right? So now we just got to figure out how (laughs) we want to approach it.
4: It looks like if we come from this direction, none of them will see us because we'd be blocked by the buildings.
0: Let's make for building number three.
4: Yeah, if we go towards this building here, where I have just... Building three. Yeah. Where I've just moved my circle. We if we approach from that direction, then they shouldn't see us unless they hear us. So how do you stealth on our final approach.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah. Right, so I was then, thinking the same thing, guys. So if we go into so okay. We're really a good team. <laughs> what about you, old man? What do you think?
0: Absolutely. I mean, uh, when we get there, we'll have to decide which
2: way to go. Okay. So, you guys leave the cover of the forest, keeping low. You make for building number three. On your way there, everyone make a stealth check. Stealth. Stealth. Go. 19. Finally, without disadvantage,
0: of 15. Six. <laughs> <laughs> cheek, <laughs> cheek, cheek. <laughs> clinkle, clinkle.
2: All right, you guys get to the building. You press yourselves up against its vine-covered stone walls. You pause. You listen. All seems quiet. And on your way over here, you saw a closed door on the eastern side.
4: Okay, I'm going to try... I'm going to try stealthing my way over there.
0: What?
2: Okay. I was going to go with him. Okay. Then I sneak to the door. Ah, I was very stealthy. A Damn, natural twenty. Your new breastplate just like uh-huh. it just feels good and I it's feels all liberated.
4: No more <laughs>
0: chainmail. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak with him, so I'm gonna have to roll oh. my stealth. Mm. Ooh, mm. not good. No, not clinkle, good. Clinkle, 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 clinkle. I was gonna <laughs> follow, but now <laughs> I stop when I hear that and I throw my back up against the wall.
3: <laughs> What's that armor made out of? Clinkle, clinkle. It's made out of a Twinkie wrapper. Clinkle, clinkle.
2: (laughs) So Cullen and Elric uh, turn the corner and make for the door as Esmere and Jake stay back and and cringe at Elric's armor crinkling on the way. (laughs) And you come up to a closed wooden door. Oh, Jesus.
3: What are those kids doing? I'm like, I'm going to peek my head around the corner and be like, kids, what the hell are you doing? We're investigating. Goddamn kids. We're
1: investigating.
3: Since when?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to listen at the door. We get a 16 on my perception.
2: Okay, you listen and you don't hear anything.
3: They're getting ambitious.
1: I think we should follow. Esmea, come on. Okay.
4: I'm going to try and open the door quietly. Okay. Good. Do I roll and
2: something for that? No, because as you start to try and open it, you realize that the door is barred from the inside. Hmm. And then here.
3: Okay, hold on. Okay, so does Esmir hear anything at this door?
2: Uh you can roll perception. Okay. You do not hear anything.
3: I'm going
0: to co- I see Esmere and I'm gonna walk over here and I'm gonna try to roll perception. Okay. I'm gonna stick my ear to my door to the door and I'm actually gonna take my ear horn of hearing and I'm gonna stick it in my ear and then that dirt is gonna go in my ear and I'm gonna get <laughs> I'm gonna get mad and I'm gonna look at Esmere, Esmer and I'm just gonna like knock it out while I give her a stink eye.
3: And, and Esmer's uh, just gonna shrug her shoulders with her eyes wide open. Yeah. I and
0: I'm sure you're you smiling.
3: So, you should keep an eye on that thing. Stupid wee so one. Leave it laying in the dirt all the time. You little
0: bully. <laughs> little
1: bully. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, and, and so I got a little dirt still
0: stuck in my ear Yeah. and I so only gets... rolled a, an 11.
3: Okay, <laughs> so, so.
2: You do not hear anything.
3: is going to be a lo- Esmir's going to say, Hey, Elric, Colin, get over here. Get over here, guys. Are they coming over Let's here? Are they coming We're over right here? Next We're right next to you. We're right next to you. Okay. <laughs> so Esmir is going to... She okay. doesn't have
0: day vision. She's got night vision.
3: Guys, somebody hold this door. Put your hands on the door, okay? What?
0: It's barred from the inside. I'm going
3: to just shut up. Okay. And listen, guys. I'm going to shrink the door a little bit. <laughs> You can shrink and when door. it shrinks, we try. wanna well, try and make it not make too much noise? Oh, okay. You got capiche? Capiche,
4: I'll grab the door so okay, it doesn't fall. Ready?
3: Exactly.
1: I'll,
3: I'll grab, grab the
4: little, little wee door.
3: I'm gonna. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be a little door. Okay. It's not gonna be more door. It's gonna be less door. <laughs> Hurry up already! Okay, so I want to, I want to, <laughs> so what do I have to do? Let me read this. One action, 30 pinch pot okay, enlarge, reduce. You can cause a creature, an object you see within range to grow larger, or smaller. Um, so how do you do it on an object?
2: On an object, you just do it, right? Only, only on unwilling, uh, creatures. Uh, do, uh, they need to make a uh, saving throw, right? So okay. just go ahead and cast the spell to shrink the door to, what is it? Half its size. It's
3: just shrinky dinky. <laughs> I I so shrinky dinky.
2: <screenshots> <laughs> and the door begins to shrink. And as it does, it, um, it breaks off the hinges that, you know, connect it to the frame. And they... Grab it, guys. Did you get the door? <laughs> and they grab the door and uh, stop it from falling over. And as that happens, you all see right uh, behind the door on the inside there, right, something swing down from the ceiling. It's a plank of wood riddled with nails. And you know that it was a trap meant to hit anyone who walked through that door. But the shrinking of the nice. door, you know, it sprung the trap. Right.
3: That's what you call a double cool move. Yeah. Because not only did I break, get the door open, but I didn't even have to detect the trap and I got it.
0: And we didn't have to pick anybody off of those
3: spikes. Exactly. Shush. Now, do we hear anything else in there?
2: Uh, you only hear the swinging and creaking of that plank of wood above you. And you peer inside and you see a room with three wooden tubs and washboards, buckets, mops, brooms, right? You've found like the laundry room or the janitor's room, right? And in one corner, there's a fireplace with a cauldron and in the opposite corner, there is a staircase that leads up to the second floor. Ooh, so who wants
4: to be the first one in the room? No, I'll go, I'll go then. <laughs> I'm going to stealthily walk into the room. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to check the ground to see... I'm going to use my perception to see if I can figure out how that trap was supposed to be sprung. Just by opening the door, or is there a pressure plate? Well, I want to know, inquiring minds.
2: Get a 15. Okay. You see pretty clearly that the trap was rigged to the door being opened. Uh, and that the shrinking of the door sprung the trap. All right, cool. okay. Okay.
3: Are there footprints? Does it look like there's like um, there's been any activity recently?
2: Yeah, so as you guys enter, you guys can all roll perception or investigation or survival um, you know as you look uh, this room over.
3: I got 12 investigation.
2: I rolled a 23 for survival. Okay, so you come in and look over this room and you all can see that it's been abandoned for quite some time. There's nothing in the cauldron, it's dry and rusty, the buckets and tubs are all dry and filled with cobwebs, and Jake, you don't see any recent signs of activity okay. other than you know, perhaps the rigging of this trap.
3: So the people staying here are slobs. We don't need to clean up. No,
0: so this is perfect. It's It's Because this allows us to get up to the second floor so we can maneuver. Yeah. I'm going to stealth my way to the bottom of the stairs.
3: Wait. Oh, Jesus.
2: A six. You knock over a mop that was leaning against the wall.
1: (laughs) Boy,
3: stop moving around, boy. I'm going to shrink your ass if you don't. Get back here! <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Carry you in my damn pocket. All right, so guys, before we go down or up or whatever, show way these stairs are going?
4: Up to the second floor.
3: Let's put the door. The door's gonna go back to its normal size at some point. How long does the spell last?
2: Let's see. Mm, you're the wizard.
3: I just a new spell. I didn't memorize the whole thing. I just memorized the
2: important <laughs> One parts. minute. One minute, all
4: right?
3: So let's wait one minute and yeah, get the door I'll, to go back hold out of the place. Door.
2: Hold the door. Well, listen, it's a concentration spell, so all you have to do is stop okay. concentrating and it will go back okay. whenever you want.
3: So right, that was the plan. So it doesn't okay. look like we. it's been tampered with. We should just reset that trap again too for god's sake
2: what if we have to run out this way
3: well well be careful <laughs>
2: all right so you guys put the door back into the door frame yeah lean it up against you know that wooden beam that was barring it okay and prop it up so with a casual glance it looks like it's still closed yeah until someone tries to open it
0: okie-dokie but it doesn't seem like somebody has tried to open this door in a long time. So
1: let's go upstairs.
0: Who wants to be first?
3: I'll go first. Cause I have the highest self
4: scooch. I'll go second.
0: Second.
3: Okay guys. Don't look at my butt though. Okay. <laughs> and
0: no, then I go third this.
2: and oh, I'll, I'll bring up the rear. What's
3: at the top of the stairs.
2: Okay. So you guys start to make uh, your way up the stairs. And Esmere, when you get to the top, you peer through the banister, looking over the floorboards, right? And you see what looks like a trophy room or a library, perhaps. Uh, sunlight streaks in through two broken windows and several holes in the roof, uh, creating these shafts of light. And hanging all over the walls are plaques with heads of various animals and creatures mounted on them. There are also many that have fallen off the walls and they lay scattered all over the floor. There are also several bookshelves filled with waterlogged books that lay rotting there on the shelves, right? And several of the bookcases have flipped over and lay on the floor. And you see two doors in this room, one on the north wall and one on the south wall, and they are both closed. What do you wanna do?
3: Okay, so I'm gonna be like, hey guys, I'm looking up in the room and I see a bunch of broken dead books and I see some just dead things everywhere, that some stuffed animals and junk like that. And I see two doors, they're both closed.
0: Books? Did you say books?
3: Yeah, dead books.
0: What's a dead book? (laughs) (laughs) I want to shove, I want to shove my way past Cullen. Oh,
3: jeez. And
0: I want to move up the stairs to check on the books. Okay. Excuse me, son.
1: Oh, jeez. And I
0: shoulder past you and I just kind of stomp up the stairs.
4: (laughs) We we march in this order for a reason.
1: So much for being stealthy.
2: (laughs) All right. So, Jake, you make your way to the top of the steps and you see, you know, what Esmir described. But you can see a little more, because you're taller, right? You can see uh, into these tipped over bookcases. And you Mm -hmm. see that uh, they've been filled with straw, grass and furs, right? Like they've been turned into like beds. And (laughs) just as you're thinking about this, the contents of the bookcases explode out uh, straw goes flying everywhere as two gnolls spring up with longbows and bark something out (laughs) roll initiative
3: oh those books those books look like they're scary alright
2: 14, 15
3: 16
4: for Ray Ray I guess my final order is 14
3: 12, oh shit oh a 7 and a 7, perfect
0: and
2: Jake looks and says, g
0: what have you done with the books? <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so Jake, these two gnolls have arrows notched in their bows like they were expecting trouble. And as they pull back their strings, the northern door suddenly bursts open. Oh and two more gnolls awesome. lean out with long bows. Oh, and no four bows fire at you. The first arrow misses with a five the second arrow also misses with an 11
3: <laughs>
2: the third arrow hits with a 21 Ow. and does six points Ow. of damage as it sticks into your shoulder I dodge I dodge the fourth arrow flies in and hits with a 19 uh. you almost blocked it with your shield but it gets through and does three points of damage Oh. <sighs> Jake you went searching for knowledge, and all you got was a knoll ambush and two arrows stuck in you. What are you gonna do now?
0: I'm going to pull out my vial vial, and I'm going to bless everybody. Agma, bless this water as I sprinkle it on Esmir's head. Bless this droplet of water as I sprinkle it onto Cullen's head. Agma, bless this Elric of Albion and bless me. Then with my bonus action, I'm going to, I'm going to pull out my book of Agma and I'm going to hum it at Noel number one's head. Do you
4: sing a song or chant a blessing? How do you summon the book?
0: You just watch what I do with it. (laughs) I whack Gino number one on a snoot. And I hit him with an eighteen. Thanks, Agma. Oh boy! Although that de- that plus six is pretty huge. Blessing.
4: It's also nice.
0: Yep. And so the Book of Agma is going to bludgeon damage him with uh, sick ten mm. points. Ouch! Ouch! <laughs> That'll learn you! Firing arrows at me! How dare you! <laughs>
2: All right, what else are you gonna do there, cleric? I'm going to move.
0: <laughs> I want to move back over to this here. Let me get back,
4: Jojo. First.
0: I want to go back here by this bookcase. Can I do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's this southern room, so I ran over by this door and I'm actually just kind of looking at the door and I'm hoping that nothing comes just busting through.
2: (laughs) All right. You guys on the stairs hear all this commotion up there. Yeah. A couple arrows fly over you in the stairwell. Looks like Jake's in trouble. Cullen, what are you going to do?
4: I am tempted to go after the guy that Jake just wounded, but I'm instead going to try and tie up this other guy so that he can't shoot more arrows. And go five, 10, 15, 20 feet straight forward up the stairs. Confront polearm gnoll. Control click his ass. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> take a good swing. My vicious bad legs. Hagma, you've blessed me blade. Let it find a home in this wicked Knoll's skull. 15 oh, hits. It. Nice. Barely. Thank you, praise be dogma. Seven points of damage. All right. And a sword swing from the other hand. With a 22. Nice. Praise be dogma. (laughs) He's heavily damaged. The seven additional points of damage. Nice.
0: I'm happy you're learning. (laughs) Ogma is on your side, boy.
2: All right, nice. So, Elric. Cullen dashed up the stairs to engage the gnolls, and you hear many praises to Agma. What are you gonna do?
0: I'm going to move five, 10, I'm gonna move 10 feet, and then I'm gonna shoot a chromatic orb at gnoll number one. I uh, shout, Chromius Orbison. Holy cow. Ooh. Nice, 18 hits. All right, so now, uh, and, oh, and it's gonna be fire damage. They're in trouble, man. You can hear the sirens. The
3: popo's coming. Ambulance is coming. to a meatball is coming.
0: Number one. Kills him. Oh, uh, man. Killed him. You just killed him straight up. All, All that right. He's a wicked With orb. With your magic. Gormus Orbison. Right. The multicolored oh, orb
4: they call it the Orbison.
2: <laughs> Flies through the air to kill a gnome. Hold <laughs> right on. All right, Elric uh, leaps up to the top of the stairs and quickly drops a knoll with a chromatic orb. Now, Esmir, you're the last one on the stairs there. What are you gonna do?
3: I'm going to, well, first I'm going to take cover by crouching down on the steps. So just like the, my upper body, like, so just my head, you know what I'm saying? I'm like laying mm-hmm. on the steps. Mm-hmm.
4: Crouching gnoll. Sorry, Crouching Gnome, hidden as
3: So, me. I'm going to... Hidden boar.
2: Crouching <laughs> gnome, hidden boar. <laughs>
3: I think I'm gonna magic missile our friends over by the door. I'm gonna use, but I'm gonna use it as a first level spell, because I'm not gonna get too fancy over some overgrown hyenas. I'm gonna control clicker asses, okay? <laughs>
2: All right. So, which null do you want? That null on?
3: two. Okay. And then I'm gonna drop another one on null two.
2: Mm-hmm. So six points so far.
3: And then I'm gonna do this next one on null one. Null
2: one's gone.
3: Null three. No null, null three.
2: Two points of damage to null three and six points to null two. All right. The missiles come flying out from the staircase. And make their way through the door and surprise both those gnolls. Wow, where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, are you going to uh, move? And your bonus no. action for Borbor? Right.
3: I'm gonna take cover. I'm gonna stay co- in cover. Okay. And then Borbor is going to do his charge. Okay, Borbor, you go ram that G knoll number two. Okay. Just give him all you got, okay? Ready? Go! And I like slap his butt when he runs past me.
2: Alright, so Borbor goes running up the steps and through the room, past Cullen and Elric, and charges Knoll number two. So go ahead and roll your attack.
3: Tusk attack. There you go. Alright, Borbor oh. hits. Seventeen. Seventeen, yeah.
2: Seventeen. So now do the regular damage. Okay. Which is the 1d6 plus one, four points, and now grab that 1d6 uh, uh, in under charge and drop that on him as well. Get an Sweet. extra
3: d6. Are oh, you stupid, d6? You're <laughs> dumb.
2: All right, another point of damage.
3: D6s, <sighs> am I right? Good job, Boribor.
2: All right, Boribor gets into the thick of it now. What's uh, Asilius going to do?
3: Asilius is going to go, he gets jealous when uh, my other animals are doing fancy tricks. So he's going to go over here.
4: Thank you. Let the records show that Asilius is now behind the (laughs) knoll. I am attacking, giving me advantage.
2: And as Asilius flies into the room, the southern door flies open. Oh,
3: <laughs> southern door. Well, hello. What
2: the heck is that then? Oh no, this is something else. Yes, out comes a gnoll, but this one is bigger and muscular, and he has the light gray fur with the black Thayan markings. It wears jewelry of nasty teeth and bones. Half its face is just scarred and mangled and one of its eyes is just a white sphere right with no pupil in its hands it holds a jagged great axe and it belts out time to face the might of no no Diego Diego and
3: let go of my Noriego.
2: Let go of my Noriego. <laughs> and standing right next to the door when it flew open is Jake. <laughs> and he fixes his one good eye on Jake. Jake standing right next to him.
3: <laughs> I just wanted to see the books.
2: And I'm, I'm kind of crouched up against
0: the wall and I'm looking at him, you know, out of the corner of my eyes. <laughs> Just like, I hope he doesn't see me. I hope he doesn't see me.
2: <laughs> Pretending to be one of the trophy heads on the wall. Yeah,
0: kind of like, yeah, I'm part of the wall.
2: <laughs> well, he's not fooled. He sees you there and swings his great axe at you. Ooh. And hits with a 24. Ouch. Ouch. Oh, man. The axe digs into your shoulder for 1d12 plus 3. Ooh, 10 points of damage. Ah. This is
4: not good.
0: Ooh, concentration. Oh, it so rolled
2: concentration. I lost my concentration? Oh no. It says for Jake success, but what does that mean? It means you succeeded and kept your concentration. Oh,
3: thank God. All right,
2: you needed a 10 or higher, but thanks to your bless, uh, you rolled a 13 there. So you kept your concentration on the bless spell. Okay, cool. Does this bless last after you die?
3: <laughs> that's not that's not nice.
2: But no, Yergu is not done. He has multi-attack, oh, no. and he swings his great axe around again. Oh boy. And hits with an unnatural oh, 20.
0: I could be dying right now. Oh, I've no. got 12 points left. It could oh, be.
2: Does 14 points of damage, oh, no. and Jake goes down. Oh, oh no. The blow pushes aside Jake's shield and slams into his chest, and Jake slams against the wall, and then... Slides down, leaving a bloody streak on the wall. And you guys feel Agma's blessing leave you as Jake starts to fall unconscious.
4: Oh man, this is not good.
3: And then Esmir's like, no, he'll never read again.
0: As I'm sliding down the wall, I'm going to hold up my hand and say,
3: Save me! (laughs) Maybe. We'll see. I say, we'll see! Uh
0: (laughs) And I
2: wink at her. (laughs) (laughs) So, as you guys watch this happen, we cut to Ray Ray squawking in slow motion. What's he going to do? Okay, there's not much he can do except fly... Over to here, where Jake is. And peck out Jake's eyeball? <laughs> yeah.
3: Squat! Mm. Squat! Hold, hold. Don't need his <laughs> eyeballs yet. I'll let you know. <laughs>
2: okay, so uh, after uh, Noriegu took down Jake, uh, you guys notice the other gnolls getting excited. They begin to laugh and cackle even louder. Their bloodlust is rising, and the knoll in front of Cullen drops its bow and swings its glaive at him. Jeez. And hits with an 18. And does eight points of damage.
4: Wait. I can parry.
2: Okay. Ah, four. Oh well, could be worse. You get half of it back, that's pretty good. All right, nice. The glaive comes in for a nice hit, uh, but you parry and instead it just grazes you. Now in the doorway, Knoll 2 has a juicy boar at its feet, Mm-mm. and it attacks and hits with a 12. Oh
4: no, I got a bad feeling about this. Mm-hmm,
2: doing 10 points of damage, putting Boromir into critical condition. Wow. Oh man. Bastards. He skewered a wild boar. He skewered a wild boar.
3: That's not that nice.
2: The other knoll in the doorway pulls back another arrow and fires at Elric. Hits with an unnatural 20. Oh, man. Ah.
4: These guys are on fire. Doing
2: three points of damage. Okay. Yeah, they're rolling high. Jake, everything is getting dark. And the last thing you see is like a deer's head staring back at you. It's one of the (laughs) trophy heads on the ground. And you, you think it said... See you soon, buddy. <laughs> Roll a death saving throw. Oh, God. Oops, I rolled two. But my first was a success. All right. So you succeed. You're holding on. No, it's not time. I haven't had a chance to check out the books. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a
4: first edition.
2: <laughs> All right. Colin, Jake is down. Your blessings gone, and there's a knoll swinging a glaive in your face. What are you gonna do?
4: Someone's gotta die, and they gotta die now. Let's take a swing with the vicious axe, please. For once, roll it twenty. Nineteen. Oh. Ah, twenty-five. Oh, no. odd that minute. was close. That was close. Yeah, that was. That was close.
2: <laughs> ah, dying. Killed. Oh, sweet, sweet Yay. Caroline. Nice. Your axe hits hard, and eight points kills it, and it it falls back into the bookcase and foof, straw goes flying everywhere. All right, you still have a move and a bonus attack. What are you gonna do?
4: So I'm going to, shit, I'm closest to the guys in the door, which means Elric's gonna to have to pick up the slack and take on Noriegu. Noriegu, oh, yeah, cool. uh, I plan to. Manuel. If I can keep these guys from shooting Manuel. arrows. Keep them outside the door. So I'm going to move to the door and take a swing at geno three. Okay.
3: I, ah, this looks just, I feel like I've seen this happen before. Oh, geez. I think, I think Cullen's going to be on fire today. I'm going to give him my 15.
4: Oh, sweet. All right. Go for
3: it. I see dead genos.
4: Nineteen.
2: Sweet. Seven points. Puts it in a heavy. Nice. And as you're at the doorway hacking up this Uh, gnoll, you see, over its shoulder into the next room there, a set of double doors on the western wall that suddenly burst open, and out comes a human man holding a large tome. He sports a bald, tattooed head and wears a flowing red robe. A wizard. What are we gonna do?
3: Wizards.
4: Hmm. I only know one that I like. The rest must die. Red wizards.
0: <laughs> Red wizards. There's
4: a thin blackguard entering the room. I yell over my shoulder.
2: And then he holds out a hand towards you. Oh no! Oh boy! And three magic missiles streak out towards you like homing missiles. Oh fucking magic missiles! And they automatically hit doing a total of 11 points of force damage. Ah, oh, Jesus. And as you're getting hit by these darts, you hear the wizard yell out, Stop them, you fools. They must not disturb my work. Stop them. And then he turns and runs down the hall away from you. Ah, oh, crap.
4: You weakling, you coward. Come back here and fight me. Stick a sword in your throat.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: okay, Elric. Jake has been taken out by an overgrown Thayan knoll, and you just heard Cullen yell out, Red Wizard! And then the distinctive sound of magic missiles, and it didn't come yeah. from Esmir. What are you gonna do? It didn't come from Esmir, it came from the other room, but I'm closer to uh, Noriego,
0: <laughs> Um, and that guy has to be stopped because he's on the loose now. Um. If I take an action surge, can I cast two spells? Yes. Okay. Which Which is all of my spell slots. Okay, I'm gonna shoot Riegu with a Chromatic Orb. These uh, targets. a
2: boss have been taken down by the Roy Orbison.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But <laughs> the Chromatic Orbius,
2: Chromius Orbison. Oh, oh, Ten oh, misses.
3: Fudge. Do you have any inspiration points?
0: I do, actually. As a matter of fact, I have two inspiration points. Can I reroll that? Yes, you can. Oh, you have two <laughs> <open> inspiration. Hoarding <laughs> points of inspiration. Good thing you said something, Esmer. I
3: didn't say anything. <laughs> I didn't
0: even think I about wasn't that. wasn't
3: meta gaming at all.
0: <laughs> I'm using an inspiration point, Chromac Orb.
2: Oh, yes, there we there we go. go. Nice, twenty hits. There we go. And oh, oh yikes. Fifteen
0: points of damage. Wow. All right. Nice. So I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot another one at him. Oh
2: boy! Oh. And this
0: time it will use my last spell, slot. Slot. And slot. All right, nice. Come on, hit, 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 hit.
3: Ooh. Yes! Another hits. twenty. Oh,
0: nice. All right, fire. Come
3: on, big money. Come on, big money. money. (laughs) Nice,
0: 12 points. Six, four, and a two, 12 points. Puts him in the heavy. Heavy. Okay. Okay, I rapid-fire two chromatic orbs at him. That was huge. I mean, you gave him 27 points of damage. Nice. If I could speak from my unconscious state, I would say, good show,
2: boy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, very cool. So, Esmir, you are in the stairwell. Peering through the banister, and uh, you just saw Elric at the top of the stairs there. Rapid fire to uh, chromatic orbs, and the smell of burning knoll hair fills the room. What are you gonna do?
3: I'm going to stick my hand out around the corner, and I'm gonna shoot a firebolt at Manuel. <laughs> to kill my cleric, prepare to die. Oh, oh you mess!
2: Fifteen misses.
3: Fudge. Inspiration. Bastard. Inspiration. I don't like this guy. I don't have no inspirations. Mm. I'm I'm just inspire others, apparently. <laughs> you'd think the you'd think the the DM would give me an inspiration point now and then, but no.
4: Those are hard to come by. He's
3: stingy that way. <laughs>
4: <laughs> he
1: wants us to die.
3: <laughs> He's a jerk. I hope he didn't hear that.
2: (laughs) All right. Do you want uh, Boromir to do anything on your bonus action?
3: Oh, yeah. Boromir, finish this guy. And Boromir's going to, like, kick. he's going to scratch the ground with one of his feet. He's going to put his head down, and he's going to do his charge into Manuel.
2: (laughs) He's getting nailed with these two chromatic orbs, and then the dust settles, the fire dissipates, and there's a boar running right Death at by him. by pig. What the hell?
3: <laughs> That's how <laughs> real <laughs> men die. <laughs> 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 okay, Manuel. prepare to die. Oh! oh.
4: This is so close to an 18.
0: Can
3: Boromir have an inspiration point for just being (laughs) awesome?
0: (laughs) For being like playing
2: his role really well? Yeah. No inspiration for you. All right.
3: That's not nice.
2: Are you going to move, Esmir? Are you going to stay there?
3: I'm going to stay here.
2: Okay. So uh, Noriegu dodges your firebolt, dodges Boromir. Uh, Now you got a Silius. What's he going to do?
3: I'm going to have a Silius. Fly. that's not gonna help um i'm gonna have him fly over here
2: all right astelius makes his way across the room to help uh boromir and Rayray. ray so now uh noriegu has a raven on one side an owl on the other and a boar in front of him and he's like <laughs> what is this are
1: you guys up ah. A circus act. Ugh, I'm going to eat good tonight.
2: <laughs> and then he swings his great X down upon Boromir. And hits with a 21. Christ. And cleaves him in two, and Boromir dies.
3: That's not nice.
2: And then he
4: goes... It turns into a ball of fluff. <laughs>
3: it doesn't matter to Esmir. They're just as real as anybody
2: else. <laughs> and then... Noriegu turns towards the staircase, and there stands Elric. Oh, and he looks at you, Elric, <laughs> and he says, Oh, so you're the one with the Twinkie wrapper arm. <laughs> Thanks for the warning. And he starts running towards you. But he then suddenly turns towards the banister, grabs it, and falls over the banister and down into the stairwell with his great axe swinging down on Esmir. What? Oh shit, shit. Uh-oh. He's within ten feet of me. Can I take a chat uh, swing
3: at him? Ooh. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. hey buddy. Yet yeah, you can have you met my polearm? <laughs> Alright, so the glaive. Oh. Oh <laughs> a natural
0: one. Bim Dang it. This is the second oh, time he's got Oh Don't you have another <clears throat> I do. I was about ready to say. I was about ready to burn my last inspiration point. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So I'm burning my last inspiration point. I'm going to try to attack him again.
2: Oh, you sure you don't want to roll on the fumble table? Come on. I'm,
0: I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> he told you he, he wants us to die. So here we go. Hits. Hit. Ooh. Ooh. 18 hits. Dimash. Oh, 8.
2: Critical. points. Oh. Critical.
0: Nice as he jumps over i just stick my glaive out there right Yeah on. yeah
2: yeah so uh elric you think noriegu is coming at you uh but then it goes after Esmir instead and as it leaps over you swing your glaive out to try and stop it and you slice into it but the knoll continues to fall onto Esmir with the great axe coming down on her head
3: And he's going to get a roll of a seven, which is great, Axe, because I was like, oh, that was fancy, but you know what? I knew you were going to do that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Nice.
4: Damn you. It's good to be a wizard. I
3: thought I saw a fancy, ugly thing in my dreams. So what
2: did you give him? What die? A seven. What's your armor class? 13? 42. Because you you never put your mage armor on. I know.
3: I didn't have time to put my mage armor on because someone was too busy trying to get books.
2: (laughs) So five. (sighs) What did you give him again? I'm sorry. Seven. Seven. So that's a 12. Oh, just barely misses Mm -hmm. you. The Elric's glaive just uh, takes off his aim, pushes it off to the side, and the great axe comes slamming down under the banister and wood splinters go flying everywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. That was you guys. You guys are getting good at this game. <laughs> not Jack. Okay. Ray Ray's up. What was the maniacal laughter for? <laughs> I'm not Ray liking Ray the sound Ray's, of that. He's gonna fly on the other side of him, right here. Okay. Ray Ray swoops down into the stairwell, following Noriegu, um, and now back to the other side of the room. Uh, Noel two jabs at Spirit Cullen, and misses with a twelve. No. 3 joins into double team and swings. And 18 hits. Doing only 3 points of damage.
4: It still put me into heavy. Oh, wait, wait. Um, I can react, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So I'm going to parry that last strike. Let's see what that gives me in restoration. Um, But boom. Mm -hmm. Oh. Nice.
2: You parry the spear, Mary. and uh, you get those points back. Okay. Jake, everything's getting dark. The sounds of the battle are beginning to fade. Roll a death saving throw. It is a dark road right now. 20. Oh, 20. All right. Holy smack really You actually wake up. Yes. <laughs> nice. Nice.
0: <laughs> nice. I got one point. I got one hit point left, I see so can i can i can i play dead like i'm laying down like a splattered mess right but i'm hoping that when my eyes open i could just kind of like play dead for
2: one one round uh the death saving throw and regaining consciousness uh right it takes up uh your whole turn yeah okay cool all right so jake because you rolled a natural 20 on your death saving throw uh, you, you regain consciousness and one hit point, so you're there on the ground, falling unconscious. When suddenly a surge of strength flows through you, Agma's not done with you yet.
3: He sees, yeah. he sees Agma's hand come down and lift him up. <laughs>
4: That's right. One of my warriors has fallen in glorious combat. This cannot be.
2: <laughs> okay, so Cullen. Um, you're fighting two gnolls in the doorway there as you watch a red wizard run down the hallway and out of sight. What are you going to do?
4: Is taking a potion a bonus action? No, it's a full action. It's a full action. All right. So I'm going to take a swing at gnoll number,
2: number three. Eleven, Eleven
3: misses. Eleven misses. Shucks.
4: Crap diddly I'm going to try precision.
2: Okay. Go for it.
4: Five. So that would make that hit a 16. Does 16 hit?
2: A 16 hits. Sweet. Sweet. A
4: Caroline. So uh, that would have been the axe. Mm -hmm. So we'll drop some damage on null three. Oh. And it was a one. Plus four is five. All right. So I'm going to use my second wind, which is a bonus action, to give myself a little back. Eight points. Now I am only suffering from light damage.
2: Two points, you have two points of damage, so nice. All right, you are practically full up. I'm also
4: practically out of things to do, other than just straight up attacks.
2: Alric, this crazy gnoll just uh, leapt over the banister and into the stairwell and landed, Uh, right behind Esmir and then Ray Ray has flown in um, behind the knoll. so uh, Esmir is between you and Noriergu what are you going to do? okay
0: Uh, if I attack him from here can I use my bonus butt as well? yes both ends of your glaive have a 10 foot reach yeah and do I get advantage because of uh, Ray Ray? yep because it's a melee attack all right, I yell, duck, and uh, <laughs> and I attack him. She yells, goose. So let me get that.
2: <laughs> she doesn't need to duck. <laughs> click advantage. Oh, man. Oh, Hit. boy. 21 hits.
3: Sorry, Manuel.
2: Dimash. Don't apologize Five. to the bad guy. Mm, nine points. Nine points. So the
0: bonus action, just a second, let me click advantage again.
2: He's starting to teeter on the stairs there. He's teetering. Yes. Just squeaks
0: one
4: out with a 16. Oh,
2: Oh. yes. The button kills him. Seven points kills him. (laughs) Okay, nice. So, Esmir, you watch as this crazy gnoll jumped into the stairwell to attack you, Elric sliced it as it flew down on you, and then the gnoll landed right behind you, great axe raised above you. And then you hear you hear Elric yell, duck, and watch as his glaive swings over your head, slices across its chest, then the back end, the bonus butt slams onto its skull, and then uh, like in slow motion, Noriyego teeters, then falls back and tumbles down the stairs, dead. Wow, <laughs> All, right. All right, it's your turn, Asmir. What are you gonna do?
3: And I said, and I said to him, just as he was falling, "You were fancy, but not fancy enough." <laughs> I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna shoot a firebolt through. Elric's legs over at Gino number two.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I still watch it. Kid. You got Colin
2: there too. Oh, yeah, both you. Between Elric's legs and over my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, and you got them in the door frame there. So, you know, roll, roll that with a negative two.
3: Okay.
2: She's got the skill, she's got the shit in the shoe. Mm-hmm.
3: 17 plus 6,
2: 23. Holy macaroons. 23 hits.
3: One! Ah, Burgers! One point of damage.
2: Most of the firebolt hits the door frame. Just a little baby zip. Alright, are you gonna move it all? Uh, nope. Alright, then it is Asilius' turn.
3: Acey's just gonna go right
2: over here. Okay, Asilius uh, flies towards the door. What's Ray Ray gonna do? Okay, he is going to, because he can fly 60, so he's going to go to there. Okay, so Ray Ray flies out of the stairwell and through the door to aid Cullen. But as he does so, these two gnolls here are gonna take opportunity attacks on Ray Ray. Okay.
3: That's not nice. The
2: first one swings and misses. (laughs) Oh, he's a clever bird. The second gnoll takes a swing. Rolls a natural one. All right. Ooh. Mm. Does he fumble? Does he poke his friend? He rolls an eighty-four. Your bloodlust and rage has just caused you to hit the closest ally to you with your melee ranged God. weapon.
4: Oh, I knew it. That was awesome. That'd be <laughs> awesome if he kills Null Three for me.
2: That would be All right. super. <laughs> so it's going to connect as he, he goes to jab the spear up at Ray Ray <laughs> as he flies by. And instead, he sticks it right into Knoll 2 and kills Kill him. him. Oh, <laughs>
0: kills
2: him. <laughs> yes! That's awesome. Gets <laughs> it. Hey,
3: thanks, buddy.
2: Nice. Now that fumble table cuts both ways. So the Knoll sticks his spear at this bird. He's just like... His, his blood frenzy, right? He's all crazy, and he stabs his friend right in the throat. And he's like, "Oh, Fritz! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it, buddy!" <laughs> oh my God! They killed Fritz! <laughs> you killed Fritz! Killed Fritz. Your yellow belly, <laughs> dirty stinking Lousy yellow stinking bastards! All right, Jake, you hear some commotion and laughter as you come back to the living. What do you do?
0: Yes, I do. And I wonder what I missed. It sounds like a party. I look around. I see no enemies, but I see Cullen in the doorway down there. And I feel this crazy-ass pain. So I'm going to heal myself. Drink some Jake juice.
4: And then a healing
0: potion. (laughs) (laughs) Give myself 11 points back. Oh, cure wounds. So, um... All I could do at that point is um, move away from this door, which is now scaring me, and I'm just going to go over to here.
2: <laughs> I'm afraid of doors. All right, Jake, uh, with only one hit point left, uh, lays low there and does some self-healing. Now, Cullen, uh, thanks to RayRay, uh, you just watched Noel 2 get stabbed in the throat by his buddy and fall. So now only one null left. What are you gonna do?
3: Hey, Colin, just just kill that guy, would ya?
2: All right, just kill
3: him.
4: <laughs> so let's swing at him with a vicious axe and see how. Wait a minute, I got advantage. Thanks, Elric.
2: You're the best. Elric killed a guy and gave you advantage and didn't even move.
4: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, vicious axing away. Alright. Oh 20. my god. Finally. A natural 20. Yay. Now yeah. it's time for the massive pain. <laughs> 16 points of demise. Killed it. All right Alright. Cool. Night. Nice. clove his skull in twain. That's awesome. In honor of my friend Elric, who has given me such a gift.
2: <laughs> nice. So the Knoll was so distracted by accidentally killing his friend that Cullen gets in a critical hit, and the dead Knoll's head slides off your axe and it slumps to the ground, and the lodge is now eerily quiet.
4: I turn to my friends and I say, there's a red wizard of fae." He came through the doors and the other room adjoining. And then he retreated immediately. A red wizard, you say? It was a red <laughs> wizard. I seen him at my own eyes.
0: Ah. Let's proceed with caution.
2: Fritz! Fritz, get up, for God's sake, get up! They've killed Fritz! They've killed Fritz! Those lousy, stinking yellow
4: fairies! Those horrible, atrocity-filled vermin! Those despicable
1: animal war markets! They've killed freaks! Take that! Take that! Take that, you greedy slime! You black-eyed And so, we leave our heroes victorious after their first encounter in the now eerily quiet hunting lodge. With a red wizard sighting, their suspicions are now confirmed. But where did the red wizard go? And what is he up to? What is a Twinkie wrapper? And why does Elric's armor sound like one? Who is this Fritz guy, and where did he come from? And- Can a book actually die? I mean, what does she mean, dead books? Well, who knows? Tune in next time to find out on Roll Radio. Hey,
2: everyone. Thanks for listening to Roll Radio. That that was an exciting and fun fight. And I have to say that as the GM... Uh, In this encounter, it was because Brian played Jake and did what Jake would do, even though it wasn't the smartest or most strategic approach, right? But it was what the character would do, and he played it that way. And as the GM, that was the perfect time for me to give him an inspiration point, which I did not. And that brings up another point that was brought up again by Esmir, and that the players often joke about is that I'm stingy with the inspiration points. Now, I'm definitely not trying to be stingy with the inspiration points. I like inspiration points in fifth edition. I think it's an excellent addition uh, to motivate players to think about the traits of the characters they're playing, including the bad traits or flaws as they're called. And for those of you who play 5th edition, you know that I don't play inspiration points as written in the rules. Uh, And for those of you who don't know, uh, players are allowed one inspiration point at a time, and they're to be used to give a player advantage on a roll before they roll the dice. Now I allow players to have up to three inspiration points and Fantasy Ground gives you uh, the option to do that quite easily. And I allow them to use it after they rolled. And I think it's more fun that way because they can use it uh, at a crucial moment or when they want uh, something that they're trying to do to really work. And I didn't come up with that system. Uh, I've played with other DMs who do something similar, and I really enjoyed it as a player. So uh, I do it in the games that I run. Okay, so back to me being stingy. Uh, the reason is really pretty simple. I just forget about it. I'm thinking about so many other things that I just space it out. And then when I go back and edit the show, I'm constantly like, oh, I should have given so-and-so an inspiration point. And no matter how many times uh, they remind me or I try and remind myself, I still forget, especially you know, in the heat of battle. So I'm going to try and make up for that by giving out inspiration points during rests or other inspiring moments where I can you know, give them all an inspiration point at the same time. No guarantees, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try. All right, and I hope this show is inspiring you to play Dungeons & Dragons, which is property of Wizards of the Coast. Uh, check them out at dnd.wizards.com. And I hope you're enjoying all the inspiring music and sound effects by sirenscape.com. And you can check out our website at RollRadio.com for links to those sites and others, and links to our social media sites and ways you can help support the show. All right, we'll see you next time where the action continues. Uh, In fact, it's so action-packed, someone's pants catch on fire.